Lady Ballers. Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. All right. What up, Lady Ballers? This is a, um, an easier podcast to do because we had a result that was a lot better than last time. A lot more fun to talk about. A lot more fun. <laughs> um, the U.S. Men's national team beat New Zealand 6-1 to one yesterday. It was actually so exciting to see so many goals being scored. Like, I felt like it was like a basketball game. Yeah. <laughs> that was a high-scoring game. It was crazy. It was. And I think it was obviously... It was probably a goal of theirs anyway for the U.S. because if it came down to goal differentials, you know, inside of the group, this would be super helpful to have those extra points. But I mean, so many different what was cool, too, is that so many different people scored, you know, like Rose Lavelle, Lindsay Horan, Kristen Press, Alex Morgan. And then, of course, yeah, two own goals by New Zealand, which must have been so hard, such a hard pill to swallow. Absolutely. Um, And I also just wanted to say how impressed I am with Alex Morgan and Kristen Press's first touch when they received the ball. For their goals, they took one little touch and that that released them and then they scored right away, like right off the second touch, which is just so impressive. Yeah. I feel like these games, you see moments of you're like, oh, this is why they're playing. This is why they're on the national team. It's Every little thing matters, and they do it so well. Like that first touch, you can't. No, yeah. not everyone could do that. Like it's it's really impressive. And what did you think about the New Zealand? Yeah, they are literally the best players in the world. I thought it was great, but I obviously for the U.S. national team, they were pretty sloppy in the back. Like I think it was a well-deserved goal by New Zealand. Yeah. What did you think? I think I'm hoping that they get these out now. These mistakes, because obviously Abigail Camper should have cleared it better and it was just unfortunate but she I, she knew you know she knew it was her fault it's just like get it out of the way now so that as the games continue they don't make those mistakes because if that was a 1-1 game or if that was 0-0 could have cost them the game so yeah I completely agree and I think that Abby really knew that she was making mistakes you could just tell with her body language mm-hmm. and I think you know I hope that she's still starting in the next game so that she can you know, redeem herself and show that this is not the player that she is. They're always, the back line is always so solid. And I know it's like, this is the worst time for it to be untidy, but I think they're going to obviously, they finish with a huge win. They're going to go into the Australia game motivated to keep their stuff together. Definitely. And I think um, the starting line made a change as well. Like having those um, different players starting made a huge difference in the energy level. Um, like right out of the gate, you could tell like they were like they were in it and they were like going like full, you know, throttle. So I think that was a good move to switch that up. And I Definitely. love seeing Emily Sonnet out there. I know. Like it's her. so exciting. I think that was her first Olympic debut. Yeah, really cool. She did great. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that the coach for the US, like he I just feel like he believes in all of his players and like wants to put out the people who are inexperienced because he knows that, I mean, not inexperienced, but you know, he knows how deep the bench is. Like he could play these players. Yeah. Um, And also I love that Julie Ertz was in the midfield. I felt like she was all over the game. Like she was an impact player. And I think she, it was a well-deserved award that she got to be the woman of the match. She's, she's a game changer. They need her like insane like how important she is on the field and her position so it's really nice to see her back on the field I mean she did play in Sweden but not for the whole thing so it was nice to see her out there from the start 
Yeah, absolutely. And it was also really cool to see um, Katarina Macario and Casey Kruger also making their Olympic debuts that game um, along with Sonnet. It's yeah. really awesome to see those new faces in there. And it's clear that the U.S. is so strong. That's and I mean, it's really exciting. So I guess we could just tell some fun facts about the game as well, if you want to dive into it. Yes, you go first. All right. So the USA's r- record against New Zealand now stands at 16-1-1 and and 4-0-0 and at the Olympics. And with this victory, head coach Flotko is now 23 wins, <laughs> one tie and one loss in his first 25 games. So isn't that pretty, like, he is – he walked into a team that was incredible, but like those stats are insane as a coach. That's really crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, with today's match, Jane Campbell, Casey Kruger, and Katarina Macario are now officially deemed Olympians, which I didn't know like that you had to be put on the, the roster. This year is so interesting with COVID that because originally if you were a alternate, like you weren't considered on the team, but now they change it. Obviously they need the, the extra people because if someone gets COVID or whatever. So anyway, really cool. Like that they are all now Olympians. So cool. And Haran became the 41st player in U S women's national team history to reach 100 caps. And the first to do so since Julie Ertz made her 100th international appearance on March 5th versus England. That's pretty crazy. Cause I feel like Julie Ertz has been around forever and I feel like he's still like a new player, but yeah, not. that is pretty wild. Um, at tw- this one, this one, fun fact cracks me up. At 27 years and 59 days old. <laughs> it reminds me of when you have like a newborn child and, yeah. and you ask when they, what, how old they are. They're like yeah. they're three months and 16 hours. Yeah, they're 139 <laughs> weeks. You're like, what? <laughs> Um, so at 27 years old and 59 days, Haran's the 18th youngest player to reach the milestone and the youngest to do so since Alex Morgan hit the 100th cap mark at her 26th year and 211 days. It's so wild. And Haran is like, it makes her seem so young, but like yeah. she, she is a younger, solid player. Like I can't yeah. even believe her impact on the game now. Can you imagine if she's considered a senior on the team? Yeah. Like crazy. What a leader. Yeah. Um, Haran and Carly Lloyd are the only two players to appear in all 14 matches for the U.S. so far in 2021. Wow. I did not know that. That's crazy. Um, With her start, Lloyd is the second most capped Olympian in U.S. women's national team history, trailing only Christy Rampone, 22 games, and her 18th Olympic cap ranks in the top 10 all-time in history of the women's Olympic tournament. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Carly Lloyd's the goat. The opening goal was Lavelle's second career strike against New Zealand. She also scored against the football ferns in the 2019 sendoff series. Um, Rose Lavelle's goal was fire. The assist also from Tobin was so cheeky. It just cut, she cut it like right behind the, the defender and Rose finished it in the lower right-hand corner so perfectly like it was just beautiful football and that beautiful goes, soccer yep and that goes Whatever off of you that. Want to call it. <laughs> speaking of tobin's assist that earned her her 40th career assist and sixth career assist in the olympics 
I'm surprised because I consider Tobin a ball hawk. So I was just going to say, I, I am surprised as well. I also was surprised to see her playing so much in the game. I think that, I think that it's kind of crazy. You know, she came into the Olympics, like coming off an injury. I didn't even think she was going to play that much. Yeah. Um, So that was an interesting choice. And Lindsay Horan became the seventh U S women's national team player to score a goal during her hundredth cap. And Mia Hamm did this, Michelle Akers, Tisha Venturini, um, the list goes on, Abby Wambach, Alex Morgan. So that's so cool of her and to re- literally make yeah. history for herself and then score a goal and make history for herself even more. Definitely. And that was her first goal in the Olympic Games and her fourth of 2021 season. Um, and captaining the U.S. against New Zealand, Rapino earned her 181st career cap and her 10th appearance and eighth overall start in the Olympics. Good for her. And, and like we mentioned before, um, Emily Sonnet, Katerina Macario, and Casey Kruger made their Olympic debuts. Sonnet was an alternate in 2016. Um, oh, sorry, let me repeat that. Emily Sonnet, Katerina Macario, and Casey Kruger made their Olympic debuts with Sonnet, an alternate in 2016, starting the match, and Macario and Kruger came in in the second half. Nine different players have made their Olympic debuts for the USA during the 2020 Games. Even though it's 2021. Yeah, it's funny that they, um, I noticed that the major tournaments, they call it that men's side, they say it's the la- they say it's last year. Yeah, that is so weird. It's weird to me. It's like it didn't happen last year, so yeah. it's wrong. Yeah, the history. Ugh. Anyway, what an exciting game! Like we're just so pumped that they came out with a huge W. And um, what's even more exciting is going into the next game. They really need to win or tie to move on into the knockout rounds or into the next stages. Yes, they play Tuesday, July twenty seventh against Australia. So that'll be in a really good game and very important for them to. Uh, do well. We want the W. Yes. And with Sweden's 4-2 victory over Australia in the first Group G match of the day, the U.S. now sits in second place with three points. So they are tied with Australia. And that's what's going to make this game like so much more exciting to watch because the U.S. has to tie or win to move on. So make sure you guys are waking up early. Oh, this is an early one. 4 a.m. I mean... That's, that's Eastern time. So that's one yeah. o'clock. At least it's one o'clock in California. I'd rather watch it at one o'clock. Yeah, that's true. It's so, probably so much more fun at restaurants or, <laughs> or bars. Yeah. But um, yeah, we can just cross our fingers, keep supporting the U.S. and hope for a big W on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah.